protonic reversal on the air. That's right. You're here. I'm here. We're here. Sounds like a party. Are you ready to party? Do you party? Party to this. Let's hurry up, shotgun. What to do when your unemployment check bounces?
Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. With Colin Neutron. everybody welcome to Kona Neutron's Protonic Reversal that song you're hearing now is Ozark Bowtie a great little song by a band called Tilts later in the show somebody's speaking to Mr. Andrew Elsner from said band we'll chew the fat we'll get down to the Part of the matter. If you tuned in at the beginning of the show, <laughs> you heard a hurry up shotgun song that is called What to Do When Your Unemployment Check Bounces. Didn't mean for that to be the kickoff of the show, but that's how it rolls when the night crew decides to rewire everything. Way to go, guys! Go team! Nice notes. There were no notes. Yes, Chris Fry. there's no city in traffic in the Bay Bridge for today's show. It's all hits out of the gate. Ah, uh, what a great tune this is. I'm just gonna, I'm, yeah. It's 8.09 in the morning, I want to I crack a beer. I think that's a, that's a, good, that's a good sign for, for a uh, rock and roll song, right? Am I right or am I right? But they say folks. I don't think I said folks. <laughs> oh. Got a great show for you today. Got some great music, as per normal. We're going to talk about this fat sack of nonsense with flaming lips. We're going to give away some tickets to Red Fang and Big Business. That's pretty cool. If you like things that are cool, you might be interested in that. And we're going to talk. Oh, we're going to talk, all right. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about the Pierre Barbecue West, amongst, amongst many other things. I'm looking forward to it. You should look forward to it, too. It's going to be a good time. This thing that, that, that's happening <laughs> currently right now. Code of Neutron's Protonic Reversal. It's a lovely day in the mission. Unfortunately, my mission bingo card remains sadly a little unfilled. There's no human feces. <laughs> there are no construction workers leering at the pretty girls. It's not a good day for mission bingo. Sorry to report. But it is a good day for new music. 
That's what you call professional seg here in the in the radio world. <laughs> so let's hear a song by uh, yeah, no poop, no poop. It's like the uh, night marcher song. So for no hits, it's no poop. I guess technically that would be no hits as well if you're talking about stepping. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's not talk about poop. This is a new song, local act, some nice boys. Called Sister Grizzly. This is this is I think this is kind of a jam. It's called Azaleas. Here we go. Now 
into a very handsome Chris Fry. Happy Fangs! Happy Fangs on Protonic Reversal. With me, Conan Neutron. That is, that's the song called 
Piyakaka off of the Happy Fangs EP by the band Happy Fangs. Wonderful, wonderful act. I'm going to be have them in later this month. Unifying thread to what's happening here right now uh, with Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal, which is the show you are currently listening to. So both Hurry Up Shotgun and Happy Fangs are going to be playing a wonderful benefit show. It benefits. It, wait, hold on a second. A benefit show. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Everyone likes benefits. I was a little stilted. <laughs> For Radio Valencia, the station you are listening to right now, and uh, they're both fantastic bands, and I'm really excited to see that. That's going to be at Bender's June 6th. Hurry up, shotgun. Uh, and Happy Fangs both, uh, friends of the show, and excellent bands of their own right, even if they aren't doing charitable good deeds. Before that, we had Sister Grizzly with the song Azaleas off of their new EP <laughs> titled, uh, <laughs> entitled Women of Color, <laughs> which, I, which I find an audacious title for a bunch of white boys, but... It's good. Uh, there's some serious jams on there. Right? I've recommended you check them out if you're uh, if you're a Bay Area person. They're an excellent local band, and I've heard a preview of some of their new record, and it's it's pretty legit. So I would highly highly recommend giving Sister Grizzly a spin. Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal. I am taking your calls. 415-962-7979. Got an action-packed show. I'm pretty stoked to... Stoked? Yes, I'm stoked. To talk to Andrew Elsner, who is maybe one of my favorite in the professional cool guy category. Nope. We've got a caller. Caller, you're on the air. Try it out. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, oh, come on, really? Okay, caller, you're on the air. <laughs> yes, turn your radio off, sir. Uh, hold on a second. We're having some technical difficulties here in the protonic reversal. Uh, looks like those same lovely self-involved people who rewired the board... Also messed up the phone, so let's give this a go. Uh, all right. Are you hearing right. me? There we go. I'm, I'm hearing you. Okay. Did you turn down your radio, sir? Is, is this the time when I turn up my radio? <laughs> yes, turn up your radio, definitely. Turn up the radio. Was that autograph? <laughs> Is this Live 105? <laughs> yes. You won Fallout Boy tickets. <laughs> Whether you want them or not. I believe this is Mr. Chris Fry on the phone. Am I, am I correct? I, I believe this is correct. <laughs> Chris Fry of House Porch. House Porch, yes. House Porch, who recently made a sojourn into a land known as Oakland. Okay. <laughs> For an event known as the PRF Barbecue. An area fraught with danger and adventure and much rock and roll. I think, <laughs> I think, it's, I think it's becoming a thing that, I, that, first of all, you have to be on every show. And secondly, then I'm going to play the Game of Thrones theme behind you. I think that's, that's got to be a thing. 
Uh, sounds good to me. <laughs> so I'll just leave that going underneath while we we talk. Chris Fry, how how you're back in Nashville now, right? I am. Yes. You want to give me a uh, on the on the scene weather report? <laughs> uh, it is oh about eighty five degrees, nice and hot. Uh, pollen count of about ten thousand parts per ten thousand. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's short weather here for the next six months or so. For the next month or so. <laughs> so. And how is the weather there in the mission today? Um, it's it's uh you know it's I actually have I had to turn off this fucking oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> right now it's about 56 degrees uh, and you know it, it, it's it's clear it looks like it's going to warm up a little bit during the day but there's a chance of showers actually which which seems rather rather shocking to me here in the top floor would, of the Radio Valencia to... building yeah yeah it's not rainy weather yet so Chris would you like to give the listeners of Protonic reversal, a quick summation of, of the weekend in, in your own words, using as many essay Ooh. questions and vocabulary words as you can. To quote my 10-year-old, I would have to say, epically awesome. <laughs> epically awesome. Uh, and for those that did not tune in last week, the uh, I'm going to call it the aluminum beard morning zoo that transpired uh, was all a big part of the PRF Barbecue West that took place at the old Leo's Pro Audio, which is now Club Leo's, and it pretty much was just nonstop awesome people, uh, great bands, and great times. And I told you, so either you know or you don't, and if you don't, you either didn't go because you were washing your hair, which I get it, your hair looks beautiful, so that's cool. <laughs> Uh, speaking of actually, speaking of your hair, I was pretty stoked that you guys played that song. Well, we had to <laughs> because I asked I you. Mean, <laughs> well, Conan, Conan asked for it, so Conan gets what Conan wants. So the for those that are not initiated for the band Porch, you guys have uh, been around for for quite some time. We and we don't need to cover all of this ground right now. But that is off of the first record, which is a mid '90s record, correct? Correct. Correct. Yes, sir. And I have seen you guys play many, many times, but I don't think I've ever heard you play that song. So at the at the end of a, a admittedly very awesome set that included many uh, great twists and turns, Eugene Robinson, for instance, did uh, Raging Rag and Booty with you, which is also off of the of the first record, and that was uh, definitely spoken up to me as a highlight of the entire event, and I would be inclined to agree with that. But I have never, in all the time that, that I've seen Porch play seen that song perform, so I thought that, that was very special to me, so I'm, I'm glad you did that. Thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome, dude. <laughs> it, so, was, uh, it was actually um, perfect, and we were able to seg from that song into the next song on that album, even. Which, which is very nice. Yeah, and it, it was... Yeah, it was uh, oh, by all means, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's only my show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, that, uh, that was one of the uh, highlights of my musical life, right there. Really? The that, that's saying a lot. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, I mean, you're 
I'm sure all your listeners know it's very rare that you can go to a show and see band after band after band of awesome. There's no, usually that's one true. band in the lineup that's kind of like, oh, that's cool, but I'll go stand outside. But not that lineup. Yeah, I mean, there always is, is sort of like the... Especially, especially as, as one gets on in years, the, there, there's the mean failure rate of like, wow, this is great. When's it going to be over? <laughs> kind of, yeah. And, uh, the, you know, there tends to be like, hey, I'm really excited. You know, I'm, I'm seeing this band and this band. And there's this other X Factor band that, you know, uh, well, not the show, the X Factor, but there's this other band you just don't know anything about. And sometimes that can be awesome. I've been, I've been blown away by bands like that. There was a band called Moon Eater from Santa Cruz that sadly is, is defunct now that I saw in a... Show with Hurry Up Shotgun at the Stork Club, which was a seven or eight band rock and roll endurance contest. And wow. I was only there to see Hurry Up Shotgun, who, of course, nice guide themselves into the uh, California Compliment, which is the headlining slot on a show where there's no headliners. Yeah. But the nice thing about it is that I actually got to hear Moon Eater. And Moon Eater was a great band, and they and, and became really good friends with them. And, um, you know, they I was... I just I happened to be there, and uh, it, it, that was that was the, the nice part of that, and that's something that I think doesn't happen nearly as often. What I kept hearing over and over from people uh, with the PRF Barbecue West is that uh, you know, yeah, the, the same thing you're talking about, just just the I can't believe how good all these bands are, or I've, I've found like three or four new favorite bands today, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, things along those lines, and. Totally. I, I, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a, you know, the biggest compliment as you can get. As, as much as just you know, people being just being like, "Oh, I've had the best time. Oh, I'm so tired, but I'm so stoked right now. Oh, it's awesome." <laughs> that's exactly what it was. And and Friday night when we played, I generally I hide out before a set because I'm getting in my own little headspace and all. And sure, I wasn't able to do that at all because every band that played uh, Friday night was absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, and and kind of, New China? Oh, my God. New China from Austin. Like, I, I hadn't really listened to them that much, and, uh, yeah, I thought they were, they, they were freaking fantastic. They were incredible. That lady is one hell of a front person. Yeah, she's super awesome, and, was, and yeah, I, I felt they brought it uh, pretty hardcore, uh, as, as did everyone. Feeling Gravity's pull was wonderful. You know, Eugene doing a read, and then I, I love the the double the double whammy of, of having Squab Squawk, and then Eugene Robinson reading to me disembodies the spirit of what is known as the PRF, and I, I thought that was just you know that that was that was totally swell, and that that is all the work of uh, former Protonic Reversal guest and guest host Benjamin Abraham, who did a really wonderful job with the with the sequencing of events, but uh, it, it was all hits, man. And you know, I know that seems weird for for me to say, <laughs> but I, I'm just really glad that, that everyone seemed, you know, seemed to have a really good time, and we we just we got to we got to conduct life a little bit the way maybe it should be in rock and roll for I a little agree. bit. I wholeheartedly agree. I would love to be part of more shows where every band on the bill was amazing, and every person in every band was a great person, and uh, I think someone. Uh, said it before last weekend that there's nothing cooler than to be standing there and look to your left or look to your right and know that there's somebody cool that you have something in common with on each side of you. Right. You know, I don't get to go to shows like that very often. Uh, I can't think of any of those bands 
that get to play shows like that very often. It, it's so kind of it kind of makes you feel a little less alone in the world. <laughs> it does. It really, well, and for a person like me, and I know I'm not the only person who came into town to play the the PRS. For a person like me who lives in a place where every fifth person is relatively cool instead of every other or every third, uh, actually in Tennessee it's a little bit more like every tenth person. Uh, <laughs> But to be a part of a community like that and know that, you know, I can go to Madison, Wisconsin now, and hopefully, you know, I didn't completely offend everyone in Wisconsin, and I could find a place to stay. Absolutely. You, you know, absolutely I, can. And I can go to Chicago in June, and I can see more amazing bands, you know, all under the PRF umbrella. And like, that's, that's a really amazing thing. And one thing I think that's, that's really wonderful is that it isn't strictly divided by genre. It's more by ethos, which for me, and you know, I've spoken a lot on this show about how I've essentially dedicated my life to whatever you know, punk rock is and the ethos of DIY and as a lifestyle as much as a musical genre. And, and I think it's good that the bands that are a part of this community... You know, the, it, you're not even you're not even dealing with like a unified sound. They don't all just sound like shellac. <laughs> you know, you know no, what I mean? <laughs> there were a lot of aluminum neck guitars, but I don't think really anyone really sounded that much like shellac. Right, exactly, and that's I, I think that's a uh, you know that's something they, they can't be short sold. Is that you're, you're dealing with a lot of very interesting and unique bands that are all you know the the. The connecting thread is that everybody's good, <laughs> which is a nice yeah, place yeah. to be. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and I mean, diversity, you know, that's a really nice word to describe that whole lineup because you had everyone from Squab Squawk to Kowloon Walled City. Right, exactly. And that's. And everyone in between was absolutely amazing. Well, I, I completely agree. Is, is were there any specific highlights that you wanted to uh, throw out there for moments that stuck out to you, Mr. Chris Fry of, of Porch, uh, Porch, PorchNoise dot com, I believe, right? I'm the one with the I computer. Believe it is. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the information. I am lazy. <laughs> Seeing uh, New China was uh, just unreal. Uh, I was not prepared for that at all. I was blown away. Um, of course, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, being able to perform with Eugene. That was... That, that was, was a very special movie. moment. Yeah, that was really cool. And, and I'm very sad that the only the only video of that so far is my terrible cell phone footage. But I know that there's excellent, excellent, excellent footage on the way. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know that, you know, you were the first one to grab something and start filming. So I wasn't all that worried about it. <laughs> and it, it's there. It, it's around, but... Sorry, I interrupted. Uh, I, I'm good at that. Yeah, what else? <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, it wasn't just the bands performing. You know, every band that I saw, and I saw every single one, uh, had something. You know, something that pulled me personally in. Uh, and then when I would meet the people that made up these bands, it was it just made each band even better. I like that. That's, that's, that's a nice, like I said, that's a nice way to conduct life. <laughs> it is. It really is. There's a, there's a certain, I mean, I, I come from the Mike Watt school of, you know, punk rock is life. It's not how you dress or 
the kind of music you play, it's the way you live. And that was as punk as it gets. Right, exactly. And, all, and it's definitely, it's an ethos. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because, you know, they're very... So often when you tour or you play even local shows, there's a sense of uh, competition among bands. And I played a lot of sports as a kid, and, you know, I compete on the baseball field or on the soccer field I was never into the competition aspect of being in a band uh, if you know if uh, Victory and Associates does something really you know special and gets noticed because of that well that just in turn gets everyone around them noticed right it's exactly it's the rising tide lifts all boats uh, you, you spoke to Mike Watt I, there, he had a really great quote in uh Ah, hell, I don't remember. Some documentary that, he, that he's in where it just talks about, you know, the idea of there being, you know, and, and instead of the, the people on stage being greater than the people in the audience, it's, it's, it was people taking turns. You know, you take turns being on stage and you take turns just appreciating what the, the other people are laying down. And that's, I, I can't think of a better analogy for me than uh, what that community embodies and, you know, what I ultimately kind of strive for because it's nice to be inspired by other things as much as nice to be I'm an artist and I'm creative and get to yada 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 I get it cool but (laughs) (laughs) but it's also nice to be inspired so (laughs) very much so and and that was the thing was you know I know for for me and and my guys like all three of us felt uh, after watching the three or four bands that played before us on Friday or was it five or six I lost count Uh, all of us were like all right guys we have to get up there and really bring it because all the rest of these folks came in and they really brought it too and you just don't get that that often because of either you know everybody's tired oh i don't like that you know well that didn't happen we were all tired sure yeah this weekend you know um but it's a good kind of tired too it's it's like not the kind of tired that is uh <laughs> You're like it's not Coachella tired, which to me just sounds like the Baton Death March, but with musical war crimes instead of actual war crimes. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and then just again, you know, I can't stress the sense of community enough because it's again that just doesn't happen that often because you know punk rock is so spread out all over the world. Not just there's no one city that's oh that city's punk, you know. We brought that whole city of punk rock into one spot for yeah. an entire weekend. Somebody, somebody, uh, very, somebody very smart who's not me, and I, I wish I could give proper attribution, liken it to it being an entire show full of the that guys of, of every city, or you know, or that girl, just just the the person like, oh, that's the person that sets up the shows and you know has the crazy oh, yeah, radio cool. show or this <laughs> this and that, so. Well, and the great thing to me, once I had been there for a day and, you know, had kind of worked the room and talked to quite a few people, there were a lot of people there who are in pants who weren't even playing. Right. They had to come as a part of it. Exactly. And that's, uh, you know, I, I think it's... Yeah, and not to, not to belabor the point, but I think that's, to me, is, is the definition of, of what... You know why I I got into this in the first place? Because it, it, it isn't just about any one person or any one band. It, it's about uh, you know cool stuff, <laughs> doing cool it things. Really you know, it's, it's about it's doing things, doing things. Doing things. 
Uh, Chris, thanks so much for calling in, man. I, I like I like the precedent we're setting, which is there has not been a protonic reversal that has not had a uh, Chris <laughs> Chris Fry appearance. I will not say that you are from Memphis. <laughs> I will not mispronounce your name. <laughs> You've taken a lot of abuse thus far. Uh, I, I I appreciate you. I appreciate your band. I appreciate your brilliance, your musicality. I appreciate playing the Game of Thrones theme behind you whenever you're around. <laughs> Uh, Thanks for listening, man, and thanks for being you. Thank you, man. All right, brother. Bye, bye. All right, later. Chris Fry from Porch, folks. Ah, folks. Killing me with that. Uh, This is by request. I haven't heard this in a minute. Jawbox. Jawbox with Mirafold. That is by request. 
I actually haven't heard that one in a while. That's off the the final Jawbox record. Um, it's this is called Jawbox. <laughs> Great band. I, I stayed away from them for many years, like a moron, because I thought they had a silly name, and they do. But they're wonderful. You're listening to Kona Neutrons. Photonic reversal. Could not be more professional. Indeed, could not be more professional here at Protonic Reversal. Oh, well, something's broadcasting now, isn't it? Yep, sure is. This show right now, and you're listening to it. I just checked. Oh, we got a caller. Caller, you're on the air. Hi. Hello there. <laughs> uh, well, am I the 99th caller? Do I get my Coldplay tickets now? Yeah. You know, actually, if, Coldplay tickets. If, if you wanted to get Red Fang and Big Business tickets, I could I could maybe make that happen, caller. Uh, I'm probably not going to be in the Bay Area for when that happens, so unfortunately I'm going to have to decline. This is Christopher Kasuga of the band Feeling Gravity's Pull. Yeah! There we go. Feeling Gravity's Pull. Great band. Also played PRF Barbecue. Uh, Wes, last weekend. <laughs> Thank you. Boy, they're really keeping it going for you, Kasuga. If you have an actual crowd of people at the studio right now, just like waiting on cue, that would be really, really nice. They they just wander by and you know, cheer occasionally when they hear a song that they like. It's a uh, it's just, a wonderful just thing. Just looking at the Today Show, <laughs> just looking at the Today Show with all the signs that say "Hi, Mom" on them. <laughs> exactly, it's just like the Today Show, except for with much more poop on the ground. Other than that's exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> poop, poop on the ground, lovely. That, that reminds me, uh, a few years ago, my brother took me to a Giants game. It was dog day afternoon, and uh, we lost to the Mets, and we had to walk through, like, piles upon piles of dog shit. It was lovely. <laughs> it, was, it was a great metaphor. That, that uh, Yeah, that sounds like a, a mid-2000s math rock record title, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> that I would not probably not listen to it. But I might, I might admire the album cover, though. Nice, nice. So, uh, Chris, Christopher Kasugas, for, for those that are not in the know, you are in a band known as Feeling Gravity's Pull, correct? That, that's right. That is the name of the first uh, song off of R.E.M.'s Fables of the Reconstruction. Now, <laughs> as much as I hate <laughs> band name stories, <laughs> that's a... Uh, <laughs> dude, really? <laughs> like, why, why that song? Is it that that song really speak to you, or yeah. what's... It was, like, my favorite song off of it. That was sort of, like, the first time that someone had, like, like in high school when I had gotten into them, that was, like, the, the song that I really liked from that album. And later on, when it came time to start a band with me and our old drummer, Pete, who was also a big fan of the R.E.M.s, uh, he said, well, we named the band Feeling Gravity Stolen, and I was like, hey, that's my favorite R.E.M. song. Fuck it, let's go for it. All right. Okay, that's, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, if, if you dig the tune, that's that's... Hey, because yeah. the thing is, immediately, because you're gonna you're gonna be in a show with, with a gentleman, probably not much different from myself. That's gonna be like, so how'd you come up with your band name? And because everyone thinks that that's a clever <laughs> question, and yeah, it's not to be clear. But sometimes you actually do get a decent uh, story out of it. So <laughs> yeah. it's a story that took maybe about uh, thirty seconds to tell. So uh, exactly, yeah. it's, you, you got it really down to an elevator deal. pitch. It's 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 a nice place to be. Uh, Kasuga, I'm I'm very uh, Kazoo, I'm very stoked that I picked up a copy of your album, sure. Oh, uh, last night, and I, I've been because I was jamming it. I, I was hoping to play a song from it last weekend when we had the mm-hmm. Aluminum Beard Morning Crew in, but unfortunately that that did not transpire. I'll tell you what, though, I will 
play a song from it a little later on in the show, and I actually have something all queued up. But there, there seems to be a definite difference in, in fidelity on this one compared to the uh, first record. I suppose to be yeah. the, the charitable way to put it. <laughs> so. Your story checks out. <laughs> so can uh, can and for for people that have not they're not familiar with this, this band in question, uh, the Feeling Gravity's poll. You guys have a band camp, uh, band camp. Feelinggravitiespool.bandcamp.com. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say more than likely. So feelinggravitiespool.bandcamp.com. Of course, the first thing that comes up is that uh, YouTube of of the REM song. But if you go down to the second link, you will see it, and you and you should you should check it out. <laughs> uh, what, what did you do different on this record that's that has allowed your jams to elevate to the next level for the listener? Uh, sorry, repeat that again. Why does it sound better on this one than the other record? Uh, well, first off, because the first record was uh, very much like produced in like my bedroom, which is where like we rehearsed at the time. Uh, we had two Tascam Porta Studios, the types that use tape, like hooked up to each other and then hooked up to a, uh, to, uh, whatchamacallit, to a fucking... That's the candy bar? Like, basically, <laughs> yeah. So a candy bar is basically what it sounds like. But, and, like, for the time, it was like, oh, hey, this sounds good, dot, 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 for what it was. So the next time that we were able, we were actually able to get into a studio, a studio that, like, we had in town that was, uh, sort of, like, run by my, uh, so, my social media baby daddy and uh he sort of like does like a lot of like video production stuff in town and he also like has that space out for recording stuff so the next time around we wanted to uh to actually uh be able to like record something that actually sounded good so that's what happened with that we recorded like an actual studio with actual mics uh with actual music uh, being played (laughs) <laughs> well, it's good, man. I, I, I've, I've been, like I said, I've been, I've been jamming it out, and I, I think it's a, it's a good representation of what you guys do. And I think you put on a great set uh, at the PRF Barbecue West, and it was really awesome having you guys be a part of that. Thank you, thank you. It was, it was really, really great fun being uh, part of it too. I'd like to thank you guys for uh, letting us come up and do our thing in front of you. Although I. Well, see, we're we the only uh, band that didn't get a uh, didn't uh, get shot by Shannon Core that weekend. <laughs> you know, I saw that Shannon Shannon Core, friend of the show, former co-host from from last week. I have no idea what what happened or didn't happen that, that you didn't get Shannon Core yeah. photos. But I'm gonna go I, and I'm going to say that Shannon knows you won. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm so used to people not being into our band that it's like just. Whatever, that's fine. See, I didn't feel like people weren't into it. I I feel like people were very much into it, but there wasn't a lot of photography except for Shannon Core, uh, largely because of the lighting. But that said, I know that Mike Murkowski, uh, Mike Murkowski, if you're listening, you also are doing Heroes Mm -hmm. work, uh, has took video of the whole blasted thing. Really nice video. So that's going to be available for people to listen to and uh, or or watch, listen to, watch, whatever. I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> uh, any uh, be- so before I let you go, because uh, we, we got a lot to move to here. Is there anything uh, anything you'd like to speak about or bring up about PRF Barbecue or any other subjects? Uh, first off, I'd like to say stop texting me, John Hulahan. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I'm sorry. Did, did you mean John Hulahan uh, of the? No, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. 
The guy who kind of knows the sound man for Rob Zombie? No, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. He just sends me another one. Let's see what it says. D- does it say? Uh, no, I kind of know the sound man for right. Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, John, you know you know I love you. Uh, continuing on, but I, I will say that, like, the moment that I knew it was going to be a good weekend was I, uh, we were all hanging out in front of the, uh, the Lewis for Audio building, and uh, our friend uh, James Sullivan of the band Practice Wife comes around. I'm wearing my maroon shirt, which is a inside joke of life on the barrage. He's wearing his maroon shirt. He sees me, shouts, George and it gives me a big fucking bear hug, and I knew this is going to be a good fucking weekend. Right on. That's that that that's as, that's as good a sign off as as any. And uh, I agree. It was it was it was a blast. It was a great seeing everybody interact and and have a good time. And yeah, if only every weekend could be like that. I don't know if I I don't know if I'd survive it though, honestly. But <laughs> uh, hey, Kazoo, thank you so much for calling in, man. Uh, I'll play some Feeling Gravity's pull a little later in the show. Uh, again, we got a lot to move to, but appreciate the call. Thank you for having me on, and uh, yeah, thank, and thank you for having me on. And John Gillahan, fuck you. <laughs> Chris Kasuga with the mouth. No, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. Okay, okay, John, we get it. We, we, we get it. You know the sound man for Rob Zombie. This is uh, here's here's some uh, Rob Zombie.
That was Tilts. Give me some of your loving. Not all of your loving. Mind you. But some of it. That That is off of the first Tilts record, uh, which is a compilation of a few EPs. It's just called Tilts. And it's great. Uh, there's a, I have written about it in the past. I play them as much as possible. I think it's a monster record. There is a new Tilts record on the way, which I believe is entitled Cuatro Hombres. With any luck, we will be playing a song from that on the Protonic Reversal a little later on the show. We'll, we'll, we'll see where the day takes us. How about that? Wow, it's been a jam-packed show already. We're already, we're already re- reaching uh, 9 o'clock. We're reaching the top of the hour. I should, I should give a weather report. <laughs> if you can't tell, this is all very amusing to me. I hope it's amusing to you as well. That's, that's, that's the goal anyway. It's 57 degrees, San Francisco, Radio Valencia. We got the overcast skies. There's a slight chance of rain. Oh, we've got a caller. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, is it Conan? It is. What's going on, man? It's Andrew. Andrew Elsner! Dude, dude, you're like Beetlejuice. Like if you say your name enough, you just show up. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it, it is I. So we're we're talking to Andrew Elsner, the guitar player of Torch, and also the main main man for one of my favorite bands, which is the Ever Amazing Tilts. I was just talking to friend of the show, John Houlihan, who lives in New York, that you guys are uh, yeah. uh, touring, and you're playing a show at the Bratlow in New York, uh, which, yeah. which is um, end of June, I believe, right? It, it, yeah, it's uh, June 30th at uh, the Cake Shop. You guys are playing a bunch of shows. I, I'm actually going to be attending your show in Milwaukee, uh, because it's right yeah. after the PRF Barbecue in Chicago. I, I saw June 28th at the township in Chicago, you're playing. God, this is this is such a stacked bill. Haymarket Riot, Buildings, yeah, awesome. Cougars, who I don't know, uh, you guys, and Biggin. That's in, yeah. that's nuts, man. What are you trying to do? Yeah. <laughs> you trying to kill these yeah, people? Uh, well, uh, some old friends in Chicago. Uh, we had Fred Popolo, the bass player for Haymarket Riot, did most of the heavy lifting there. Great band. Uh, I, I I adore Haymarket Riot. By do. the way, yeah, they were they were amazing. Uh, such an awesome band and such amazingly good guys. And it's their drummer. I've, I'm an asshole. I'm blanking on the name. Uh, he is also the drummer for Cougars, or at least he was. Awesome drummer. Cougars is a crazy good band. Like, uh, super loud rock and roll band with a brass section. Uh, sort of a, in the rock from the crypt vein. But, uh, okay. Like, like, it's sort of like the big, uh, if not party rock, then just... Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 the show's going to be a blast. It's going to be crazy fun. Yeah, I'm actually kind of bummed I'm not going to be able to attend that one as well, but I, I'm pretty excited I'm going to be able to see you guys at all. And, and also, Haymarket Riot's playing that show at the Cactus Club in Milwaukee yeah. Uh, yeah. with Space Raft, who I, I love Space Raft, and since they don't really tour, I haven't had a chance to see them. Sweet. I don't, I have, I'm still unfamiliar. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're a new band. I know I know them from uh, my my alter ego of of rock and roll. <laughs> uh, 
So, hey, Andrew, talk to me. Yeah. So, well, you, there's a new tilt record. What's 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 this? You guys did this this crowdfunding thing. You know, I'm looking yeah. at it. I, I, yeah. I I'm sitting watching my you know Hannibal on NBC. <laughs> Great show, by the way. And uh, you know, whatever, drinking drinking a brewski with the with the ladies is cold chilling it. And I see, ah, oh, there's a there's a Kickstarter for the the second tilts record from Robotic Empire. Oh, cool, check that. Out. I'll have to I'll have to kick in on that tomorrow. And then I, I go, go the next day, and there's like thousands of dollars on it. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. yeah, we lucked out, man. With um, Andy Lowe from Robotic Empire. I mean, Robotic Empire is technically releasing it. I mean, the money that we got from the, through the Kickstarter campaign. That we basically ran as a giant pre-sale, with, with a few exceptions. Um, um, it, it covers the, it, it. It should cover a good portion of the cost of pressing uh, and mastering the, the new record, Quattro Ombre. Quattro, uh, and and just if I may interrupt for a second, for for people to get precious about crowdsourcing and uh, you know got all these these ideas about it yeah, and yeah. feel like they need to share with everyone. I, I'm going to go ahead and invite you to uh, screw yourself. That's for you. Uh, guys, guys, calm down. Calm down, all right? I, I, got a fr- I, got a, I got a mob here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's wild. I mean, I understand the heat. It's like the first time we did Kickstarter, just was, it was way less of, like, stigma involved. And, again, this was um, Andy Lowe doing uh, this, all of the grunt work running the Kickstarter campaign. It, it was a more overall positive experience. The current one, we made more money, and it's been really positive, but there's more... Uh, more flack. Sort of, yeah, and, you know, because it's like, man, if you can't fucking fund it, you're, am I allowed to curse? Yeah, you know, it's it's fine. It's uh, <laughs> I could give you the long, nuanced answer, be, but yes, that's fine. It's going to be it's gonna be hard for me yeah, to, uh, to concentrate. Uh, but, uh, you're vulgar, I get it. No, it's, it's fine. It's the sort of bands that sort of ruined it for everybody else are the ones that are, in my opinion, you know, and I, I'm not splitting hairs, you know, just Good the way save. I feel about it. But, but uh, you know, trying to crowdsource, you know, for for, for going on tour or something. It's like, dude, well, that, that, I, you know, like, you're, you're not offering anything but, like, hey, we're going to come to your town. Like, we, we ran ours as a pre-sale. You know, $5, you get the download. $15, you get the vinyl and the download. 25 you get that plus a shirt, you know, and on and on. You know, then you get this. And at a thousand bucks, we'll come play your city, which we're going to do <laughs> in Austin. Somebody ponied up to one thousand uh, <laughs> dollars. So, wow, that's amazing! Yeah. That, that actually yeah. somebody somebody actually kicked in on that, huh? That's that's great. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm very lucky. And yeah, I mean, just so to be clear, I mean, you, you basically ran it like a uh, like like a pre-order, and I think that I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong. I think everyone's got a problem with that. They got rocks in their head. I mean, come on, really? Because what a lot of people don't realize is is that so tilts predates to, uh, shortly. And for those that did not hear our epic length, you can't stop the signal interview with uh, Andrew Elsner. We we went into much more detail about this, but tilts actually does predate Torch uh, in your time in Torch, but. It's not a band that tours. No, uh, we'll we'll, do, we'll play out of town whenever we can. But yeah, it, it's um, because of uh, because of my schedule with Torch and because of the other guys working full time jobs in St. Louis. You know, having uh, professional lives outside of the band. Sure, which which uh, is a which is a thing that does exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, so these shows that are that are Midwest shows, you're playing uh, Milwaukee, you're playing Chicago, there's a New York show, I want to say you're playing Philadelphia, maybe, too, or Pittsburgh, yeah. or something like that? Mm-hmm. We're doing um, uh, Philly, New York, 
uh, Richmond, and then uh, ending, winding up in Atlanta on uh, July 2nd. You're indeed traveling through the lands of Westeros, bringing your brand of rock and roll throughout the lands <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> Andrew Elsner of House Tilts. <laughs> I'm, glad you f- I'm glad you find my shtick amusing. <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah! Boobs and dragons, 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 boobs and dragons. You know, I, I'm actually of the opinion there uh, there are three television shows that are worth watching right now. One of them is Game of Thrones, uh, yeah. as you might imagine by the amount of time I play the theme song on this show. One of them is Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson because I'm a man of science first and foremost. And the other one is uh, Hannibal on NBC. NBC, so good. I don't think I've seen Hannibal yet. It's it's really good. it's everything that I mean. De- just to get off on TV talk for a second, Dexter, I think, was a great concept that had some great moments as, as a show, just showing like the inside inner, inner workings yeah. of a serial killer. But for me, yeah. Hannibal has everything that I loved about True Detective, but also has the fact that Hannibal Lecter is an incredibly compelling character. Hannibal Lecter is is brilliant, a, just a brilliant psychiatrist who's incredibly manipulative and, quite frankly, totally insane. And yeah, he's and it's it's this is the early days of uh, you know before he got caught, and it's it's interesting to see his relation with Will Graham. They kind of take a lot of things from Red Dragon, and it's it's a great show. Yeah. I hear it's in danger of being canceled, which is just a fat sack of nonsense. So I hope that doesn't happen. But uh, I, I mean, fucking tons of good shows get. Well, I'm, now now I'm going to say that, and I can't name any, but. <laughs> Name one, dude. <laughs> Name one that you love that got canceled. You you haven't sucked like me. Um, I did like the BBC version of Sherlock. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, you know, I, I've I've had that. <laughs> You're listening to TV Talk with Andrew and Conan on uh, Protonic Reversal, yeah. RadioValencia.fm. <laughs> uh, no, I, I've had that. We've we've had that uh, uh, ready to watch for months, and I just I've been sitting on yeah. it and haven't got around to. It. But I hear I hear it's wonderful. You're. you're yeah. I, You've actually been one of its biggest proponents on my Facebook friends list. <laughs> uh, nice, nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, the new, the, the most recent season is a little awkward. There's some good. It's uh, it's still really good. The first two seasons are killer. All right, you heard it here first, Andrew. So there, there you there, there you go, Andrew Elsner from from Tilts and Torch, giving you a, a full throated thumbs up for Sherlock. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, um, you know, in the meantime, yeah, I've just. Uh, you got to find things to do, like waiting on these records to get done. Like the Tilts record is being mastered right now. The artwork is done. The layout is almost done. Uh, the new Torch record is being mastered. So it's like a lot of time to sit and watch TV, read books. Sure, I mean, it's a, it's a great time for television. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So, Quattro Ombres, that is clearly his easy top reference, correct? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, since the beginning, like we, it was sort of like we wanted the band to be a good time, have a good time all the time, kind of thing, and not really give a shit about obvious references. I mean, sort of doing it on purpose, not to like be totally ham-fisted uh, or like, uh, I don't know. It's just that we don't. It's like it's obvious 
there's a bunch of ZZ Top sort of ish sound, sounding. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. A lot of. <laughs> Use your words, Andrew. Use your words. <laughs> heavy uh, ZZ Top influence on the record. As you know, like, you can hear Van Halen in there. I mean, we have a song called Hot for Pizza. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and it's they're like, come on, man. Like, you can't, you can't take it too seriously. Well, I, I think Tilt is a band. I think you guys very much wear your influences on your sleeve, but you don't live in them. Uh, like a band that, and my, my, my frequent whipping boys for this is a band like Wolf Mother, who, oh, yeah, yeah. who have very much just recycled Sabbath riffs. And yeah, I get it. Cool. You guys like sla- yeah. Sabbath. Nice. I do too, but I don't yeah. feel the need to rip them off shamelessly. Then again, they're wildly successful and I'm not, so I guess I'm the idiot. But Yeah, I mean, they're making tons of money and I'm sure that, I think we discussed this before, I'm sure they're nice guys. Um, we, we get along, I'm sure we have some beers, but like, yeah, I agree. It's just sort of like, um, there's a, and there's a, and there, I can't name names, but it's like right now, especially, there's just a fucking ocean of like, kind of Sabbathy, doomy bands, beardo dudes playing like, playing children of the grave like 12 different ways. <laughs> right, like, exactly. <laughs> the, 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 the slow gallop, you know, like with blues riff. Like, I'm talking a lot of trash, but it's like, dude, I, it's just real. There's a lot. It's, it's easy to phone that kind of stuff in. It's easy to get really formulaic and, you know, I guess make a lot of money at it and, if and, you do it the right way. If, if you have the right haircut absolutely yeah you have, you have to look right as well and you know it, it's like I, I'm sitting here bagging on bands that rip off Sabbath and you know my my own band this this past weekend we actually closed with Symptom of the Universe so I guess I don't really have uh, uh, I don't really have that I, much I, I, ground to stand on but yeah no, I'm the same boat but I think you know what? What I like about you guys is you take all of these elements of hard rock that are f- immediately familiar. You know the the the, the signatures of bands like uh, Van Halen and ZZ Top and Cheap Trick, yeah. but you put it through your own blender, and there's kind of like almost a, a punk rock sort of sensibility to it. That's just there's there's a joy. You can tell the joyfulness that you guys have from playing music together. I think that's great, and I, and that's something that I, I look for in any band. You know, it's it's like. Yeah. I hear the same thing I hear from a band like Fugazi with you guys, just based upon what you guys are into. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I can get down with that. I agree with all the things you just said. <laughs> remember all those? Remember that time I told you a bunch of very complimentary things? I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love all those things you just said. Jeez, I'm some interviewer. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, man, I think it's, it's, we all we all have, um, you know, we. I've known those guys, Ken and Sean in particular, I've known since I was about 18, 19 years old. I met Ken when he was 22. He had just gotten out of the Navy uh, and moved back to St. Louis. Sean, I've known, I think since I was like 17, actually. Um, and uh, Andy White and I have been super tight brothers for since like 2000, almost 15 years. We look like we're brothers and we are super tight bros. So, like, everybody gets along with, like, it's just sort of a rare instance where I wish we could tour more, I wish we could do more, but it sort of makes the time that we do have to get a little more precious, precious and uh, sort of exciting. You know? Totally, and that, that's something that I think that I think was a big part of the PRF Barbecue West this happened, and, and the PRF Barbecue events in, in general, is that, that that seems to be the the general MO, is that you have people that, for whatever reason, they have other obligations, but you, know, you, you don't stop rocking or wanting to rock even if you have other things going on and yeah yeah you you have to find a way you know you find a way to make that work and and i like that you guys are touring and i'm certainly going to sound the alarm to anyone 
listening to this show that if you have the ability to see tilts, uh, you got to go. Frankly, so yeah. anyone listening, Chicago, Milwaukee, I see you, New York, yeah. Houlihan, I'm talking to you, John Houlihan, who uh, uh, it, it, it's it's a known thing that John Houlihan from Life in the Barrage. No, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. He knows the sound man for Rob Zombie, so you can take Whoa. that to the bank. <laughs> oh my God! No way! <laughs> Love you, John. <laughs> That's good stuff. I like that. So what's up with uh, what's up with Torch? What's um, um, that's that's the most lazy question ever. It's, it's like it's like when you see a, a girl that you used to go out with, like, hey, what's going on? Like, sum up the last seven years of your life. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. How have you been? We're still a band. Um, <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we the uh, the record we finished recording it, but we still don't have a name um, for it. But uh, the artwork is dangerously close to being finished. May, may, may I suggest the name? Yeah, go ahead. It's going to be a. Uh... No, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. I think oh, okay. that, I think that's pretty good. I think you should run with that. I know the sound man for Rob Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like it. I'll, I'll pitch that to the dude, and I'll let you know. I'll get back to you. I have the most killer album title you guys uh dudes yeah, you're gonna want to uh, sit down for this seriously <laughs> it's uh it's engineer, uh engineer at uh Don studio in miami greatest house and um mix largely well pre-mix sort of by john as well but um the mixing was done by Kurt Ballou of the god city in boston for wherever he is Massachusetts. nice and uh and mastering right now I think it might be done in the last, last sort of 24 hours with a lot of movement nice. I, and, and you guys have had a, you guys have had a few singles since Hermonocraft too there was the, the Volcom stuff there's some some good jams there yeah there was I think last last uh, Christmas and then last early summer there was a few so there was the Volcom 7 inch series um, that was the um, god I don't even know what the hell that thing was called um, but the uh, Harmon slot seven inch to be released ourselves but through um, some other label in Gainesville that I'm blanking on <laughs> <laughs> well uh, don't worry they'll all call me to get God, like, well yeah, <laughs> I got some corrections yeah. dude <laughs> yeah uh, yeah the, the um, re- relapse is going to put it out hopefully we're looking at a September release now uh, but yeah still you know when albums are getting done and musicians are involved it could be a week it could be 10 years I have no fucking idea <laughs> well I'm excited to hear uh, what comes out of it I thought, I thought that Harmonicraft yeah, was sort of Harmonicraft was to use a D&D term a sort of leveling up for uh, Torch and I, I think I'm eager to see what you guys are up to next as well oh thanks man yeah I think I think uh, Harmonicraft was a little bit funnier this one is definitely of but decidedly darker than Harmonicraft. All right. Okay. Yeah. So you have to uh, when you're when you're coming when you're coming in you'll have to come into the studio. We'll uh, we'll, we'll talk in person. Uh, and oh, dude, love you. You know, Steve lives here now, huh? I should totally get him in on the show. Hmm. Yeah, he loves to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what people say about me, and that's why I'm talking on the radio right now. <laughs> oh, Conan. Yeah, he loves to talk. Yeah. You just gotta convince Steve to get out and get out of his house, and I'll help. He would probably be stoked. Uh, uh, he's tons to talk about. 
Awesome. He was good to talk about. All, all the guys in Georgia are awesome to talk about music. Everybody's very, I think those guys, I'm, I'm proud of being a band with those dudes. All, yeah. of, all my band members, but those guys also just as far as good, good music talk. I think Rick is the only one I haven't uh, talked to in uh, with any you should depth. and and I I've, and I've, I remember specifically that when we had on the second episode of You Can't Stop the Signal that we had you guys on uh it was <laughs> Oh yeah yeah I remember he was having a good time let's put it that way <laughs> Is that is that charitable enough is that can can everyone read between the lines on that listeners thank you Ah uh... Whatever do you need? <laughs> yeah, he just he, he was playing jacks in the corner, and uh, he was he was having a good time, <laughs> good good time with yeah, it, you yeah. know. Exactly. Uh, hey, Andrew, thanks so much for calling in, dude. Uh, this is it's been yeah. great talking to you. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. And uh, for those that don't know, the theme song to my show is Ozark Bowtie by the excellent band Tilts. Uh, I love you guys. Oh, I'm yeah. super pumped for this new record, uh, and I think. <laughs> I'm going to try my damnedest to play a song off of the new one uh, right after we talk to you, and it's going to be Touchdowns. Is that cool? Hell yeah. Yeah, do it. All right. Right on, man. Man, thank you so much. All right, Andrew. Take care. Bye. Right, Cheers. Bye. Andrew Elsner, Tilts, Torch, hell of a, hell of a man, and uh, great pants. So uh, you listen to... Oh, man, what the kind of show is this? Touchdowns.
Golden Gravity's Pull with Have I Mentioned Dot Dot Dot. It's a great little tune off of the record, sure. Christopher Kasuga's called in a little earlier. Spoke to some kazoo. I like it. I bought it. You should buy it too. Go uh, log on to your internet. <laughs> Download that. Get on the CompuServe. Before that, we had Touchdowns by Tilts. For the new record, Quattro Hombres. That's still available as a pre-order. A great, great band. Great record. Highly recommended if you like things that are awesome. If you don't, I can't help you, son. Oh, we've got a caller. You're on the air, caller. Yeah, this is Tori, Conan's uh, father. Uh, <laughs> say, hey, Tori. I'm enjoying the show. I'm enjoying the music and, uh, and the discussion. It's a good show. And uh, I'm enjoying it. It's pretty cool. I- I'm glad you turned down your radio this time, sir. Yeah, yeah. Just step away from step away from the computer. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. I'm uh, really opening up my uh, uh, head to a lot more music uh, that you introduced to me. Uh, getting away from that old stuff, and uh, I, I, it's you're right. There's quite a whole wealth of music out there that I haven't been listening to, and uh, it's interesting. So yeah, I, I would think that you'd be a big fan of Tilts. I, I, I think that uh, that would be a band that you would you would jam out. No. Anyhow, that's awesome. Well, th- thank you for thank you for calling in, uh, Tori. That's uh, okay. Nice, we'll talk to you later. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> that's uh, Tori Neutron, ladies and gentlemen. My father, who I, I did not hang up on this time. Uh, he he was very prepared as a caller. Uh, everyone should take notes from my father if you want to call in. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, you want to call in? Oh, boy, this has been a call filled show. Uh, <laughs> this is awesome. It's like people are actually listening. It's like we're actually broadcasting. Uh, well, something's broadcasting now, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. I can't really speak to it, but uh, there is definitely something broadcasting. Uh, so if you want to call in, why not? Let's just, uh, let's go wild with this, right? 415-962-7979. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> or don't. Uh, you know use your phone as a phone does anybody still do that probably not but in case you feel like doing that 415-962-7979 I will be taking your calls we have some great music coming up Uh, who's looking for uh, to go to Red Fang and Big Business anybody call in I'm I'm, I'm going it's going to be awesome I'm pretty stoked to see Red Fang Live and uh, I haven't seen Big Business in a minute. Should be great. I got tickets to give away. So, Colin, tell me why they should be yours. Uh, be the fifth caller or any caller at all. 415 962 7979. Why don't we listen to a song by a band that's playing in SF tonight that I, I'm quite fond of? This is a little band called Survival Knife. Uh, the song's called Divine Mob.
The Bismarck, Max Bear. And before that, we had Survival Knife with Divine Mob off of the record Loose Power. I'm seeing those, I'm seeing those boys tonight. We're looking forward to it. It should be a great show. Hungry Ghost, California, which is next Jawbreaker dude, and I think the touring guitar player for Green Day. <laughs> Don't really care about that, but <laughs> that's a thing that's happening. And uh, if you're going to, if you are planning on going to that, I admit, advanced tickets are probably a good idea. It's at the Hemlock, so you know that place ain't that big. That Bismarck song. Uh, I just played before that is off of the record Great Plains. Had I been a little more thoughtful, I probably would have played something off the more recent one, Wild Prairie Rose, but I like that song. I believe it is about a, uh, I believe that's a, a, a sports thing. I'm certainly not the the sports guy. Uh, I think he's a Max Bear's boxer, I believe, a heavyweight champ. I do like boxing. Love boxing. But anyway, super compelling topic. You're listening to Conan Neutron's... Photonic Reversal. It's been a good time. It's been a pretty action-packed show, I'd say, uh, you know, if I do say so myself. So, real quick, I want to touch on this. We did not speak to this earlier. There's a lot of news going around about the Flaming Lips, who've, let's be frank, have been a, they've been off the artistic roll call for a while. I mean, really, collaborations with Kesha, or however, they, I don't know how you pronounce the dollar sign, but I frankly don't care either. You know, I, I can't imagine, like, I... A, a band that has a collaboration with Lightning Bolt and it sucks. <laughs> I mean, there's just been a lot of bad decisions. There, there's Flaming Lips, I believe, is a classic example of a band that just has no one around to tell them no. Uh, on the same level of Metallica, just making bad decision after bad decision. I mean, the thing with me is, I loved the Flaming Lips back when, and I think they, they put out a lot of amazing music. But this, this recent controversy, and it is a controversy. It's pretty incredible. I'm going to give you the, the Reader's Digest version, if you will. Uh, the only version you're going to hear that is, is sort of like the elevator pitch, because everyone seems very long-winded and opinionated about this, and there's a lot of hero worship going on and a lot of stuff being bandied about. In short, Wayne Cohen's new girlfriend is the uh, daughter of the governor of Oklahoma. who's a very conservative lady. She's a child of privilege. She has some band. I'm going to use the air quotes here. That she has a band. It's a pitchfork type of band. Uh, just uh, a bunch of rich kids, you know, whatever, getting together and playing. God bless them, says the atheist. But nothing, nothing special. But she's been an undue influence on Wayne Cohen, who has become increasingly dictatorial. Now, Cliff Spurlock from Lawrence, Kansas, who has an incredible story. This dude was a fan of the Flaming Lips, then a friend, then a roadie. And ended up becoming the drummer for the Flaming Lips after the amazing drummer Stephen Rose uh, had a condition that meant that he couldn't play drums for any long period of time. And he also happens to be a multi-instrumentalist. So he moves to guitar. This guy Cliff Spurlock gets in on drums. And in the modern era of Flaming Lips, preposterous hippie style live show party and all. Cliff Spurlock has been the drummer, and he's a great drummer and a really great dude. He's also an opinionated dude. So Wayne Coyne's new girlfriend, who, by the way, he left his wife for. So take of that what you will. Some people will say, yeah, I don't care. That doesn't matter to me about the music. For some people, that's enough to stop listening right there. But he left his wife for this for this chick, who's, by all accounts and purposes, no one seems to particularly care for. Uh, and <laughs> she wears this... They dress up in the Indian headdresses. They, they, it's a, uh, and you have to understand, this is Oklahoma. So 
the native oppression there is, is even more so than in a place like you know California, things along those lines. This there's a lot of serious back history there. To say it was culturally insensitive would be wildly understating the issue, and it it pissed a lot of people off. So Cliff Spurlock, who you know the Flaming Lips not being a you would think a Metallica style autocracy. Uh, hold on, we we got a call. We're interrupting my great story with a call here. Caller, you're on the air. Colin, this is your father again. <laughs> Hello, I just John. want you to know that you're my biggest disappointment. <laughs> There's a reason we only had one child. Actually, yeah, two, but... <laughs> uh, real, oh. So, real quick, the end we, of this... We don't count you, Colin. <laughs> real quick, the end of this story is that uh, Cliff speaks out about it, and rightly so, and gets fired from the band for it, and Wayne Cohen is a dick. So if you still don't want to listen, me, if you still want to listen to the like Flaming Lips, you your entire childhood. If you still want to listen to the Flaming Lips, just realize that's what you're doing. John Hulan, aren't you at a, a, a baseball game or something? Is this what I what I hear? What is the? Don't change the subject, son. <laughs> Turn down your radio, sir. Turn down your radio. He did this time too. So to his credit, I'm going to start a Kickstarter to get a new kid. <laughs> Call John, me later. I love you. John Hulan of Live from the Barrage, livestream.com slash live from the barrage. Uh, they're on uh, Fridays. Fridays. Oh, that, that's it. That's all you had to say. Okay. <laughs> oh, John. It's a great show, Live from the Barrage. Uh, you should listen to that. If you, if you like this show, you certainly would like that show. Um, so let's, let, let's summarize this. Wayne Coyne's a dick. <laughs> John Hulan. Is impersonating my father. All right. This is some show. <laughs> so, uh, why don't we listen to a, uh, another, another song here? How's that sound? Does that sound good? Are we into that? Do we like music around here? I think we do. Uh, this is a song. Uh, oh, or we can take another call. Caller, are you on the air? Yeah, hey, am I getting my own cult following on the radio show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tori Neutron. Real bad. <laughs> I just had to say that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right on. And you definitely are. I'm going to say that your your call last week was uh, probably one of the most... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is going off the rails. This is like, like the, the, the death.
photonic reversal. That was whores. <laughs> All the band name whores from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Great band. Uh, whores. Period. It was like Cure cover. Jumping someone else's train. If you didn't recognize it, it's because it was about half speed. Say, request by Mr. Chris Fry. It's a good tune. Uh, the originals are great as well. You'll, you'll hear some more whores. You'll hear some more whores. Oh, Lord. Here in the protonic reversal moving forward. Before that, we had Cropsies by Like Like the 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 Death off of uh, Cave Jenny is the name of that record. Highly recommended. It's nonstop, loaded with jams, good times. Hey, uh, you know, we're reaching the end of the show here. Um, thank you for tuning your phone or computer over here. You got a lot of speed. You hit live stream there. A little bit of malware on the computer here. Hopefully you didn't get any malware on the computer on the live stream. Oh, man. If you're looking for Red Fang big business tickets, tell you what, I did a pretty terrible job of giving them out here. Don't bother calling in. Go to the Facebook page, Kona Neutron's Protonic Reversal. I'll put up something later today with the podcast coming up so that uh, if you're looking for those, you, you can get them. Uh, it doesn't help you too much if you're <laughs> if you're a listener that is not in the Bay Area, but that is going to be one heck of a monster show. Uh, not monster truck show, just monster show. <sighs> I can't believe it's over. Man, uh, I'd like to thank everybody for calling in. Chris Kasuga, Chris Fry, other people not named Chris, <laughs> John Hulan as himself and my dad, my father, Tori Neutron, and of course, my lovely guest, Andrew Elsner from Torch and Tilts. Please check out uh, Quattro Hombres when that comes out. If you live in the Midwest and come into your town, do not miss them. Do not. Could not be more professional. No, no, they could not be more professional. Oh, this is the Protonic Reversal. Uh, well, something's broadcasting now, isn't it? I certainly hope so. <laughs> Radioneutron.com, only on uh, RadioValencia.fm. It's on Facebook, for whatever that's worth. Which is to say, not a lot. <laughs> Radio Valencia Benefit Show, June 7th. Benders, Happy Fangs, Hurry Up Shotgun. As we come to the close of our broadcast day. Get on it. Thank you guys for listening. This is Protonic Reversal, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thursdays. Signing off. This See you next week. This is America, all the ships at sea. Anyone within the sound of my voice. I've got... 50,000 watts of power.
Can you hear me now? Out on Route 128, in the dark and lonely. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the... It's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record! The last what? Leaves the transmitter! of a listener. if there's no one there to receive. It's the end of radio. 
close of our broadcast day. Radio.